أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم أحل لكم صيد البحر وطعامه متاعا لكم وللسيارة وحرم عليكم صيد البر ما دمتم حرما واتقوا الله الذي إليه تحشرون in the previous verses, Allah Taala mentioned that when a person is in ihram, then it is not permissible for a person to hunt any game, to hunt any animal. Ya Allah Taala mentioned that it has been made halal for you, Sayyidul Bahar, the prey of the ocean, referring to the fish. That whether you're in ihram, you're not in ihram. What is in the ocean, the fish, that is permissible for a person. There's no problem with this whatsoever. And to eat the fish, this is provision for you. And for the travelers. And it has been made haram upon you, the prey of the land, as long as you're in ihram. As long as you're in ihram, you cannot hunt down any animal. But what is in the ocean, that is totally permissible for a person to eat. And fear Allah that being towards whom you are going to be gathered. Further, Allah Taala mentions in regards to Makkah al-Mukarrama. That Allah has made the Kaaba. The Kaaba is Al-Bayt Al-Haram, the sacred house. Why is it referred to as the sacred house? Because in the area of Makkah Al-Mukarrama, it is not permissible for a person to pluck any grass in Makkah Al-Mukarrama. It is not permissible for a person to kill any animal in Makkah Al-Mukarrama. It is not permissible for a person to uproot any tree in Makkah Al-Mukarrama. Everything in this land is absolutely sacred. So here the Allah Ta'ala refers to it as the sacred house. So Allah Ta'ala has made the Kaaba the sacred house and the sacred months. Which are the sacred months? Dhul Qada, the month of Dhul Hijjah, the month of Muharram and the month of Rajab. So Allah Ta'ala has made the Kaaba, the Baytul Haram and the sacred months Wal and the sacrificial animal referring to that animal that is slaughtered after Hajj. A person has to make Dhamma Shukar, so slaughtering the animal after Hajj. Walqalaid and the garlands. In the previous times, the people used to take the animal from home to Makkah al-Mukarrama. And after Hajj, they would slaughter that animal. So to indicate that this animal is a sacred animal, they would put a garland around that animal that nobody can touch this animal. The milk that is derived from the goat or from the camel, that milk also cannot be consumed. So Allah Ta'ala says all these things, Allah Ta'ala has made it a main of maintenance for the people. Which people are referred to here? Some commentators of the Quran says it refers to the people of Makkah al-Mukarrama. Allah has made the Kaaba a means of maintenance for the people of Makkah al-Mukarrama. That the Kaaba is not only a place of ibadat, where people will come and make ibadat, but people throughout the world are going to come to Makkah Sharif. So when they come to Makkah Sharif, they're going to spend their money in Makkah Sharif. So Allah Ta'ala made this a means of their sustenance in Makkah al-Mukarrama. Washahr al-Haram, the sacred months, Allah Ta'ala has made this a, a means of safety for the people of Makkah al-Mukarrama. Because in the days of Jahiliyyat, a lot of fighting used to take place. So a person he cannot travel from one place to another place. But when the sacred months would come in, now fighting has been prohibited in the sacred months. So now if a person wants to travel these four months of the year, you can travel freely. There's no problem whatsoever. And similarly, the sacrificial animal, that the animal that is going to be slaughtered after Hajj, they would never steal that animal, not cause any harm to that animal. They would immediately respect that animal, that this animal is going to be slaughtered after Hajj. 
Why did Allah Ta'ala do all this? ذَلِكَ لِتَعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ يَعْلَمُوا مَا فِي السَّمَاوَاتِ وَمَا فِي الْأَرْضِ وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ بِكُلِّ شَيْءٍ عَلِيمٍ This is so that you will know that verily Allah Ta'ala knows what is in the heavens and whatever is in the earth. And verily Allah Ta'ala has full knowledge over everything. That what is the kudrat of Allah, what is the power of Allah Ta'ala. اِعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ شَدِيدُ الْإِقَابِ وَأَنَّ اللَّهَ غَفُورُ الرَّحِيمِ Further Allah Ta'ala says that no, that verily Allah Ta'ala is severe in punishment and verily Allah Ta'ala is most forgiving and Allah Ta'ala is most merciful. That many a times a person, he goes towards hope only. That Allah Ta'ala is most forgiving, let us do whatever we can do. No, Quran says that there must be a balance. On one side, look at the severity of the punishment of Allah and on the other side, look at the forgiveness of Allah and you take the moderate part, that person will be successful. When a person is young, then in his young days, he should look at the adab of Allah Ta'ala because he has a lot of desire in him, a lot of lust in him. And when a person has become old, now he is going towards his qabr, now he becomes, starts becoming a little despondent. At that time, look at the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. One senior alim, he once told his sheikh, he said that I am frightened for death, that what is going to happen to me when I leave the world? So the sheikh said, don't worry, Allah is not that friend that when you in difficulty he will leave you. Friends of dunya are such when you they, you're in difficulty, they leave you and they're gone. At good times, they're with you. Allah is not that friend that at the time of difficulty, he'll leave you. Allah Ta'ala will be there for a person. And finally, Allah Ta'ala here says, Ma ala rasul illa It is not upon the Rasul except to convey the message. That is the job of the Rasul. Wallahu ya'lamu ma tubduna wa ma taktumun. Allah Ta'ala knows that what you do openly and Allah Ta'ala knows that which you do secretly as well. We'll continue from here, inshallah.